Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. It's almost like we know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> kind of Just, in our minds, it feels that way. Ah. Uh. Not supposed to be drinking. It's Monday. Things said by Woods. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, bienvenidos a otro programa completamente en español con el César, Saint Paul Sinaloa, y el Esteban. How do you say Woods in Spanish? Maderas? No, bro. That's wood. Madera. <laughs> Bosque, fucking call bosque. him, call him, call him Forest. Esteban, Esteban Bosque. bosque. Okay, yeah. Esteban Bosque. If you don't change your official name to that, I'm going to be upset. I'll put it on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with local radio legend. Oh, man. Steven Woods. It's a strong word. I got to use that cheesy clap track because it's the only track I know how to fucking I use. I love it. That's right. <laughs> He's, he, he, knows, he knows two buttons. The that one and the other one that did. Steve Garcia. That's for the people from the South. Hey, motherfucker. You don't want none of that shit. You don't want none of that shit. You don't want none of that shit, bro. From the oh soccer celebrity. And also game. here with us is Cesar Torres, Mr. St. Paul Sinaloa, in all of his machaca looking glory. Oh, you didn't get some this The day? beer guy. It is I forgot to bring you machaca, bro. It is what it is. Enough of you, bro. I'm looking at this fucking guy over here. Specimen. This fucking specimen of a dude, bro. And bro. He's posing too. Father of two, happily married for three years. I just realized it's also your anniversary, three year anniversary at the Ben and Wood Show. Holy yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. All of it at the same time. Yeah. And how yeah. old is your kid? Uh, my son, Bo, is three. Holy shit. All three things are all in the same. Yeah. How do you? It's crazy. And my, uh, my littlest one is almost five months old, Taylor. So he's, uh, they're just both. How's fatherhood treating you, Playboy? Amazing. Yeah? Amazing. It's hard as shit. It you can really say fuck, shit, okay, twat, yeah. cunt, whatever. This, this is the spot. M Mexicans, we don't speak English. It is hard. It's harder than I... I knew it would be hard. I mm -hmm. really did. I knew it would yeah. be very challenging, but it's... Uh, it's it's yeah, Every year, there comes different challenges. You know, the first year is he screams a lot, and he shits, and he throws up on you, and you're like, all right, that's cool. It's my man. I'll take care of him. That was you the know. first year of our relationship, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, dude. You make a mess, bro. I have friends like that as well, and but then now we're in the toddler stage, stage where, like, last night, such a good boy all day, my three-year-old. Perfect. Perfect mm -hmm. angel. Bedtime comes. Oh. Satan. Spitting. Demonic. Kicking. You're like, bro, just relax. Your mom is going to freak out, and then- I don't like you, dad. And then I don't like you. Mom came in and just, it was like World War III. And I was like, I'm going back to the room. I'm just going to read. <laughs> and I just took myself out of the situation. Because I, you know, he's, uh, but he's, you know, he's great, man. We wouldn't exchange it for the world, Not though, bro. anything, man. It's uh, Speaking of legends, your, your wife is a San Diego legend as well and comes from that heritage that, uh, you know, her dad is very well known. And yes. I am only saying this because I want to say- I would hate to ever get your wife upset. Like, She's I've seen terrifying. her pretty tend oh. to be mad, and I'm like, no, no. Yeah, I know man. not to anger white women as it is. White women. She's, she's a. She's a. She's one that I never want. You're not to gonna find me. any whiter than her. <laughs> <laughs> His laugh, bro. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> You're not gonna find many whiter. I mean, isn't Nan Carroll like one of the original five names yes, of the settlers? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the Duchess of Nan Carroll. <laughs> She is the queen, the queen of our household, the queen of uh, queen of my heart. And again, we wouldn't exchange it for a damn oh, thing, Heather. She's a beast. She's up at three in the morning. Doing one. Hell one in the morning. One, one in, in the, the morning, morning bro? She, I get up at 3.15. Nice. 3.13. My kind of guy. I get up at 3.13, 13 for Manny Machado. No bullshit. Mm. Every day, 3.13. The 
Oh my God. Up. He doesn't sponsor us. You don't have to say I, that. That's fine. No, I, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't sponsor me either. I've only had him on once. But uh, she's up before me, like two hours before me. And she goes down to the garage. And she's built this, like, this incredible gym in our garage. And it's like, she's got neon. And it's like, a, it looks like a nightclub. Like, if you're on Molly, it'd be a really fun Molly. place to just hang out and, like, just touch each other. But <laughs> she is in there just jamming. Peloton at one, weights at three. Up, gets the kids up, and then like, dude, seven thirty, she's out cold, like just out as it should be. My and man. I'm, I'm right behind her at like eight. So. We're older now. Yeah. How old are you, man? I'm forty five. Forty five. Nice. You look all of forty five. I yeah. feel it, dude. <laughs> you look all of fucking forty five. <laughs> I moved here eleven years ago. I was fresh faced, you know, skinny. It was like this is great, and I, I've just been. You haven't put through the ringer. Where'd you Is join that, us uh, from? Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, yeah. down south. Uh, a little bit everywhere, though, man. I spent uh, six years on the East Coast. I went to college in the Midwest in Chicago. So I uh, went to, uh, graduated from Loyola University there. Um, just a f- phenomenal time. I, I love, I've lived in Vegas. I've lived, mm-hmm. I like to experience a lot of things until I moved here. And then when I moved here, it's was like the nomad is done wandering. I put my shit away. Put your spear up. up yeah, my, everything's all up. gone. My, my, los guaraches, ya no voy a caminar. That just means yes. You know, my handkerchief <laughs> with on the stick is gone. Like, I don't carry <laughs> my shit anymore. Uh, that was that was 2010. I moved here. And as soon as I got here, I was like, yep, this is home. Was so. the goal always to be a radio personality, a journalist, a commentator, a what you currently are, no, or did close. you just stumble upon that? No, I was very lucky, uh, extremely lucky. I got a, so when I was in Dallas, Texas, um, I graduated from college. I came home. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and I, <laughs> my mom actually sent me to this, she was like a career counselor mm-hmm. and it was more of like it was like a therapist slash, because I was just aimless. I was just drinking and, and doing a lot of you were blow, free spirit. I was a free spirit. Free and I was spirit. just kind of a <laughs> lunatic. And so I'm in the building with this lady. It's really a remarkable story. I, I was in the lady was, uh, in the building with this lady named Joan on like the fifth floor. And I was like, I just, you know, I don't know what I want to do. She's like, what do you like? I'm like, I love music, love music. Um, do you like blah, blah, blah? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, do you like people? Yeah, sure, I love people. She goes, come with me. She grabs me by the hand. Marches me up to the 12th floor. On the 12th floor, there's a giant radio cluster in the same building as this occupational therapist. And this guy is walking out the door and he's shutting, he's going home for the day. And she goes, excuse me, excuse me. Hi, my name's Joan. I work on the sixth floor. This is Stephen Woods and he loves radio and music and he's a great people person. He just graduated college. Do you have a job for him? And the guy's like, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, And I'll never forget. It's so funny, man. His name's Lauren Condren and my son's name is Lauren Bo Woods. Yeah, yeah. And uh, named after my father-in-law, my late father-in-law, Lauren Nancaro. So I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, here's my card. Call me tomorrow. The weirdest shit. So I get it. I go up there, interview. Yeah, great. Put you in promotion. So I started in promotion. So I'm going out to the bars in Dallas, handing out Edge t-shirts and 97 won the Eagle shirts. And so I'm doing promotions. I'm like, I'm loving it. Loving it. And my dad's like, what did we spend on your college? Like a hundred grand. What are you making? $12 an hour? This is fantastic. My foot in the door, dad. This is my foot in the door. So I start (laughs) in typical uh, me fashion. I start start, uh, dating. One of the sales girls there. Smart. That's smart. Very yeah. smart. Intelligent move, bro. As one does. Older, sales, older, a <sighs> little older, about six years older. And she's kind of showing me the ropes. And she's like, you, this is your waste. You're wasting your time. Like you're making 12 bucks an hour. You could be making, you know, hundred grand, whatever. So she goes and talks to her boss, puts in a word for me. He makes me like try out, puts me in a suit and tie the whole thing. 
Next thing you know, I'm in radio sales, just like that. And I'm, I'm picking up the phone, I'm making calls, and I'm learning the business. So then this show from California moves to Dallas to do morning radio. They were replacing Howard Stern. It was called The Mikey Show. Mm-hmm. And they moved to 97.1 The Eagle. And I'm selling that station. And so I'm listening on day one. I love Stern. I'm a huge Stern guy still. But I listened to these guys, and I was like, oh, that's funny. They like did a prank call that floored me. So I caught them in the hallway. I was like, hey, loved your show, man. Welcome to town. Bro, they had no friends. No one liked them. Nobody wanted them there. They were replacing oh, Howard's yeah, there. Yeah. So I was there for, immediately like, oh, you like the show? What's up, dude? Hey, I'm Mikey. I'm Eddie. And <laughs> let's, hang. Yeah. Yeah, let's hang out. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. So now I'm friends with the morning show. And so after about two weeks of hanging out with those guys, they're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing in sales? Every time I'm like, <laughs> like, you need to be on air. And I'm like, I, well, it never even entered my mind that I could or would ever. Never one time was I like, you know, I could do that. Never. They told me, they're like, you got, so they put me on the next day. I'm like, you got to meet this guy. He's a crazy sales guy, Woods. And the rest, as they say, is history. We stayed, um, we stayed tight. You know, I would always kind of, then they moved, ended up getting fired like two years, moved back here and started the Mikey show on Rock 105. Rock 105, I remember that. So I'm sitting there, it's New Year's Day, it's 2010. And I get a phone call from Mikey and he's like, hey man, long time. We hadn't talked in a year or so, but he goes, have you seen what's going on on Facebook? I go, No. What, what's Uh-oh. going on? He goes, dude. That's never a good premise. I know. I know. <laughs> Did and you check your social media, bro? And he what? goes, dude, my uh, Eddie and all those guys, they stay. They are staying at Rock 105. Our contract is up and they w- don't want to work with me anymore. And I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't know anything about what was going on. So he goes, hey dude, weird question. What do you got going on right now? I was like, oh, you know, just working. Recruit. I was a recruiter at the time. Just kind of, you know, making good money. I was a manager, you know, suit and tie every day, the whole thing. He goes, you want to move to San Diego and be on the radio? Just like that. And I go, what? I go, well, yeah. What do you want me to do? Any commitments where you were? I mean, yeah, it was hard. It was like I had worked my way up in that company and I I had a team under me. I was running a team, but I got that opportunity and I, I let kind of my mind start to wander and I went, what could happen? You got to do it. Like if you get that opportunity and it's not like he was asking me if I wanted to move to you know, yeah. right. Maine or something or Wichita. Like, <laughs> Do you want to come hang out in a beach town with the best burritos and epic beer? Right. And yeah. like, yeah. And do a radio and show beautiful that you white love. women and Mexican women and, and I, all of the women. I'm telling you, like I've had this pull. I had this pull uh, towards California my entire life. I really did. And about once a year, I would freak out and do this thing where I'm like, I'm just moving. I'm just going to go. I was, was in a band in middle school and like my guitar player ended up moving to LA and like, played the whole scene in the circuit and I would just, it would make me sick. I'm like, it could have been me. It could have been us. And and I just had this pull always to get out here. Uh, And then when it happened and I did, it was amazing. And I, like I said, I landed here in 2010. So that was January 1st. I got that phone call. February 1st, I was on the air. Hell yeah. Morning show, San Diego, you know, and so the, the, the shit that I've gotten over the years has been, wow, you didn't pay your dues. I'm like, yeah, all right, well, no, I didn't have to go work in small markets and stuff, but like I paid my fucking dues. There's right. no like, and if I didn't pay them before I got here, I've certainly paid them since yeah, I've been yeah. here. So. While, while you've been paving the road, you've uh, you've had to oh, carry a carrier break. I'm just like, here, take this money. I'm paying my dues, paying my fucking dues. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the story, it really, you talk about fate and you talk about, I mean, if she never marches me up there, if she is in a different location, in a different building, I could have gone to any any occupational, any occupational therapist, yeah. therapist to find out what I wanted to do and what I should be. If Mikey doesn't sit on that couch that morning and go, 
I need to do a new show. Let's let's take a chance on a guy that's never really done radio. I mean, the the fate and yeah. the karma and all that stuff it blows. And when I think about it, it like freaks me out, it makes me emotional because yeah. I'm like, there's no good reason I should be here. There's no good reason, like none whatsoever. You've taken advantage of that situation, and, and you know the opportunity rather. And here you are, man. I mean. Happy three-year anniversary again. I enjoy listening to that show. I don't get to listen to radio in the morning as much as I'd like to, you know? We're, in we're hustling. Your 14 jobs. We're just doing things, sure. you know? And, and I'll pop in and pop out. But I remember popping in when Manny Machado was signed. Yeah. I remember popping in when certain, like, certain chapters in the Padres, and that's how I gauge things. Yeah. Like, oh, that ha that Us happened too. to the shitty, yeah. the shitty era of my team. Oh, that happened when Adrian Gonzalez was here. Oh, you know that. Let's be, I, let's be honest. Yeah. Everything up to now has yeah, mostly been shitty. Pretty much. <laughs> and it's all been shit, you yeah. know? And then I was talking to Jerry earlier about how I always get made fun of for being a Padre fan, you know, for my own family. Not like, anymore. Not anymore. Not now, anymore, man. Now it's like bandwagoners. I'm like, play with watch. Like no. I've been crying these sad tears yeah. since I was young. Yeah. So to, to kind of hear you guys and your squad and your team on 973 and fan narrate and, and just tell us the current story, the narrative of what's going on. It's awesome. There's it's, no better people I want to listen to. Tell me about the Padres and you guys. Well, I appreciate it. And, and, and we, we have done that since really three years ago to, you know, Saturday. I mean, it was our, our official three years on the air. Obviously today we talked about it, but um, it was never a, it was never a calculated thing. Like, Ooh, here's what we should do mm. because you would have been in our old bosses at, at when we were at Mighty 1090, mm -hmm. they were like, nope, no nope, football. And we're like, fuck football. There's yeah. no football. Stop with the this, fucking this, football. There's there's no nobody gives a shit nobody about football. football. <laughs> In fact, people get angry when you talk about yeah. football. Football ripped this town's heart out. Right. As soon Why as you guys, as soon as anybody starts talking about the Chargers, I don't know if it's just my internal hater. I just turn it off and I just go do something I else. I know. NPR time, guys. Know. Boom. You know, like whatever. Man, I, it, you know, it's, it's the same. And it wasn't this calculated thing. It, it really stems from the fact that, like, my partner, Ben, can talk any sport, anytime, no, <laughs> yeah. no big deal. I really only like talking about baseball. And, and if Ben wants to have a good show... <laughs> He wants me. <laughs> he, he wants me. He needs me engaged. And if he wants to engage me, he should talk about baseball. Because when he starts going off on like bat, and stuff, I'm like, <laughs> we don't have a basketball team. We don't have a hockey team. We don't have a football team. What the fuck are we doing? Let's talk about baseball. So there was never a conscience like, let's. Um, it was just like this feels good and right, and so we just went with it, and we fought and we fought at our old station to like, fuck off! Like we know what they want, we know. <laughs> yeah. And then when Manny signed, it changed every. Not only for the Padres, but no. our show, it yeah. changed everything. Everything. People, we stayed on that extra hour, and I swear to God, staying on that extra hour and taking phone calls and being there for people, I, it made our whole show like I, it I overnight. Took, it was crazy. I took Natasha up to Disneyland. And we were in the hotel and we were getting ready that morning and I'm live streaming on my phone. Yeah. And I hear Paul start going crazy and I hear you start going crazy. And I just ran into the living room and I, holy like, fucking shit. And Natasha looks at me and goes, Daddy, is something bad or is something good? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, it's something it's perfect. So good. It's something perfect. I'm like, your future just changed, girl. There's no I'm, doubt. You don't have to have any shame anymore. You you can be a happy kid. I, I own a bar here in Chula Vista, the Elwood. I had just left work. I left UPS and I was kind of hearing the chatter. It was one of those things that you knew was, it was sure. It could fucking happen. It oh shit, happen. this could happen. And I just pulled in in front of the bar and I sat down and I was like, see what these knuckleheads are gonna say. And then I just hear like somebody, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> Paul Ryan, <laughs> you guys played that clip this morning. I'm like, oh, you guys played it this morning. Oh, yeah. Goosebumps. I was in the car and I was like, fuck, I gotta go inside. Yeah. But then it's like, oh my god, 
It's, it's happening. Guys, it's oh, happening. happening. Yeah, yeah. We it's were, happening. We were supposed to leave to go to Disneyland to check in early. And, um, you know, we were up there and my ex-wife actually made the trip with us. And I remember looking at them going, you guys can go without go. me I gotta or hear you this. can hang out. <laughs> yeah. And my ex-wife just started laughing. She goes, I know you. And even though we're not married anymore, this I know what this means to you. Yeah. We're, we're going to hang out because yeah. I know you want Natasha Big here. time. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I do. And, and it was cool because Natasha was just like blown away at why her dad is fucking screaming in the middle of a hotel room at 8.51 in the morning. But. Well, and, that, and that's the thing about, you know, that, that the, those program directors and the, the, the executive producers didn't really understand is that you know, talking about a team that's been here for 50 years and has stayed here and they're going to stay here. Uh, and then when they make that kind of commitment, it, it speaks volumes. And that Huge. that that goes across the league. Yeah. And the league hears and they go, holy shit. You're man. sending a message. 100%. Manny got that money. Hosmer mm-hmm. got that money. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's what, what the fuck's going on? Let, let me sniff around. They do. They do their research. They didn't do their homework. Manny did his homework. Manny yeah. knew about Mackenzie Gore. Manny knew about uh, all these guys. Tatis El knew Rey. about it. And so... Yeah, the three hundred million certainly doesn't hurt, but he also knows there was three hundred million elsewhere. There's no doubt. <laughs> you know? I mean, there's so there was like, probably three hundred fifty million. Yeah, from, you know, look at Nolan Arenado. I mean, yeah. the, the Rockies signed him for all this money, and he's gone. Yeah, two don't years matter. Later, he's mm-hmm. fucking gone. Yeah, and he's like, this direction, of this team sucks. It's the opposite here, and now to hear that guys are getting text messages saying, "Hey, like, for, I know this story. I got this story from an extremely reputable human being that last year, and if you went back and looked a couple of years ago." When Manny got here, uh, Mookie Betts, uh, I think the Red Sox were in town and Mookie Betts slides into third base. He stands up and him and Manny, Manny are shooting the shit. And Manny goes, can y'all, can y'all, can you pay me? Mm. And Manny's like, let me fucking see what's up. Let me see what's up. Let me talk to <laughs> so close. Let me close. So close. So close. And he's like, bro, I'd come here in a second. Boom. I, I want out. Like, I don't want to play in Boston. Uh, if you guys can pay me, I'll I'll do it. I mean, we missed out on him. Close. Um, there was a trade. You know, ultimately, sure. ultimately, you being an insider, what is what was the missing part, or what was the hang up on the Padres' end from not getting a player like Moogie Betts? Well, I'll tell you because we do. You know, I, I love the old owner Ron Fowler. Like guy, I owe, I owe my I owe we owe our kind of life in '97 three uh, to him. He like really fought for us to to get that gig after 1090 went away. So Ron will always have a special place in my heart. But Ron is a little bit tighter with the purse strings than Peter is. Yeah, yeah. And so at the time it was like, yo, I just laid out 300 for him. I don't want to mm-hmm. trade the future, and gonna have to pony up. So I can understand it. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of money, and it's. I mean, think about to think like everyone always sides with the players, and I think you should always because the owners are gonna make money. But like, sure. think about this. If you hire a, a guy to work at your bar mm. and the guy says, I want $1 million to work at a bar. And you're like, man, he's the best fucking bartender I've ever seen. All right, I'm going to pay him. <laughs> and you stroke him a check for a million bucks and he breaks his leg and he can't bartend. You're out that Game, million dollars. Set, that match. fucking happens to these owners all the time where they're like, all right, well, the, I'm getting these. I'm getting good value for these guys because they're young and controllable. But I just paid $13 million a guy. He's never going to see the field. Yeah. That sucks. I don't care what business you're in. If you have to write those checks, it does suck. So um, I think it, it was just a timing thing. And and But, like, that message got around. When Manny mm-hmm. signed here, it was a kind of a new day of we're not fucking around anymore. We want to win. And it, it, ever since that day has happened, that's all they've been focused on is winning. And yeah. to be able to cover it and 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 be kind of in it is 
It's the best. Dude, then we got Seedler right now. It's just like, he oh, seems dude. like he's a homie at the, at the strip club in the it's back, just kind of going, he's making it rain, bro. It's like, who wants them? We got it. It's all here. He, his whole, my favorite thing he's ever said was, yeah, we're not small market. When you came out and say that? Small market's a state of mind. I had movement, bro. I had movement. I was like, oh shit. So wait, we're not a small market team? It's like anything you do. It's You're not a small podcast. If you think you're not a small podcast, you're not a small radio show. You act like you're, act like you are. Are, yeah. you know, act, act like you've been there before. Act as, act yeah, as dress as for as the as part as you want to that, become. That's it. And that's so a, that's that boiler room mentality. That's that boiler room mentality, <laughs> which I was beating into my head for you know yeah. long before I ever got on the radio. That make those hundred calls a day, yeah. pound that shit. You know, close, close, close. Fuck you, mom and dad. Yeah. Wait till you're making their house payments. Wait till you're making their fucking Lexus <laughs> payments. No, it's it's true. And and you know, Peter Seidler is a good example of that. Of you can call, you can say we're small market. I'm not fucking small market. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not small market. I say what it. you want. Let me show you what we're actually yeah, about. It's exactly yeah. right. So, and I mean, the things that we used to get excited about, cause you're, you're, you're talking about, you know, the Hosmer signing was big. Yeah. Machado was different level, but in our world, like we were, I mean, the Will Myers signing was big for yeah. us, yeah. you know, I mean, like back let's, day, let's back it up a little bit. Things that has to do with yeah. Jed Jerko and Todd Hunley and Chase. All these guys. Like, yeah. And the guys that never really amounted to, Ryan Ludwig, Jimmy Edmonds. Uh, you can keep going, bro. Well, the, the difference was was this was a really good place for really good players to come and finish out their last yeah, couple where, of yeah, years. Where careers go to retire. That's right. And you're like, they come here. And, like, and you know, you're you, back in the day, you're like, oh, well, shit, Greg Maddox is pitching. I'm going to go watch Greg Maddox. Mm, right. Yeah, he's past his friend. It's fucking Greg Maddox. I'm gonna but he was still painting. <laughs> he was fucking still painting. He's throwing 83, but yeah, he's still painting <laughs> corners and... and you know, it, it it just is the mentality of this entire town. Mm-hmm. It flipped, and it flipped in a day, bro. Moment. It was that moment, and Normal. our show, our show went from a four to a ten immediately. And people were like, "Man, I like this. I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to give these guys a chance tomorrow." And we we've talked about it before. You're the go to station for breaking all Padre news. Yeah, and anytime some shit is on the fringe, it's on the hot stove, or you hear favorite. a rumor, you're like, "Fuck, I got to tune in." What makes me still so excited about this business after so long is that. Holy shit. Did you guys see what happened? I can't wait to see what Ben and Woods have to say. Right. And like that to me means I've done my job. I'm, yeah. I'm extremely proud of that fact. Becoming that show where people are like, all right, I like this. Here's how I feel. I'm going to see if Woodsy feels the same way. Or I'm going to see if Ben feels the same way. I'm going to tune in tomorrow at 5 a.m. Boom. See what's yeah. up. So uh, it's been, <laughs> it's, I'm like the most. So you're killing it. Yeah. You guys I mean, are killing yeah, it right now. Yeah. Things are good. Things are really good. I don't know too much about radio morning shows. Uh-huh. Who is your direct competition as it relates to well, like a, a local morning show? It's everybody, man. Yeah. If you do morning. So like our main competition, I mean, sports radio, there's one other station. Um, they, I mean, yeah. we don't. Are you trying to be, I like how you're trying to be very hey, diplomatic. My dude, drop some dick right now. Go ahead. <laughs> do your thing. All right. We've had a, a, a pretty successful run at you. and they've, they've, they've floundered a little bit in yeah, the morning. So they have not had um, a successful run. They haven't had that successful of a run. Uh, that being said, our, I have always told my guys like Ben and Paul, I've just said, cause I have that morning show mentality. I've all I've ever done is mornings, mornings, mornings. Yep. You have to, it's kill or be killed. So I, our competitions, Dave Shelley and train Shelley been here for 30 years. Mm-hmm. The show on rock one five, Eddie's my dear, dear friend, mm-hmm. but like, I want to, I want to like hmm. cut we, him. We even had your girl, Danielle in here. Danielle was in Danielle. here. Danielle. Yep. From yeah. Ben I said, who's man. your direct competition? And she, Woods. she didn't say you bro. She should have. Who did she say? She's scared. She said somebody else though. Yeah. Cause you said you're sports radio. It doesn't matter. Mornings, I, ratings are I don't ratings. think you're sports radio, bro. You're, you're like, you know, I, I, 
I listen to you because I know that's what you're going to spit. And yeah. I'm going to be like, cool. I'm getting my little tidbits. Oh, fuck. USC. Oh, shit. What's going on? But uh, I listen for like the banter. That's I listen it. for the bits. You know, you that's guys are it. funny. Listening to fucking Ben rap is the <laughs> best. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm down. You it's, know, like an old, like a middle-aged white guy just like, you know, like, mm, and just like not trying to cuss. So <laughs> he is just, he's such a, a joy to work with. But no, I mean, if you do mornings, it's, you know, look, uh, I mean, it's just the mentality that's been pounded into my head since I got here 11 years ago is when you're in mornings, it's the fucking jungle. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the afternoons ain't the same. Middays are not the same. It's just not the same. And right. mornings is I got to compete with Dave Shelley and Chainsaw. I got to p- compete with the soccer mom radio. I got to compete with all that. And to find ourselves consistently like top five over the last year. It's awesome, man. It's pretty fucking amazing. And especially and, the way radios change. It's yeah. not, it's not the same. It's, it's just, not. you know, print media died out and people are saying that, you know, the radio is going to be next to go. And you know, that, that in itself lends to having to bring a better quality and you a have better to. substance. And it's you a cutthroat cut throat industry. It can I, be. I, I was kind of like talking to you about that before we, we started. Um, I've had other uh, radio personalities or local radio talk guys come in here and tell me, it's like, you know, it's cutthroat, man. It's yeah. like local politics. It's it's like, it, it's like any business, though. I mean, when I was in sales and recruiting, it's cutthroat as shit. I mean, yeah. I had guys on my team that were coming for... You know my recruits or my accounts. Um, they're like, oh, let's. He's a rookie. Let's. I'll. I'll handle. I got. I got fucked out of deals by veterans, like in sales. Like literally, guy. Uh, turned out to be one of my best friends, but we, we <laughs> no better guy to know, fuck you. <laughs> we closed this huge deal, and he comes to me, and I'm a rookie. I'm like, I've been on the job for three weeks, and the billing is something like fifty grand. The client's gonna stroke a check for fifty grand, and we were supposed to get ten percent of that or whatever. And he goes, hey, listen. I'm going to take, here's what I need. You're on a guarantee right now. I go, yeah. He goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you $200. I'm oh. fucking broke, right? I'm going to give you $200 cash right now. I need this for my billing. I'm a veteran. I've got a certain budget. You don't even have a budget you have to hit yet. And I said, oh, sure. I, I, all I knew is I was getting $200. I could put up my nose that weekend. <laughs> I did not give a shit. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. You put dollar bills up your nose? <laughs> More than I'd like to tell you. So I. Because well, you want to be environmentally friendly. Not that's a straws, crazy so. place to put a dollar bill. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, yeah, that was a great idea. You take the bill. You take the bill. And in my mind, it made sense. It absolutely. But when you, when know, you haven't been well versed in that oh, industry, dude, man. And one so, in the hand, two in the bush. That's in my nose. Give me that <laughs> fucking cash. Give me that yeah. cash money. And, you know, I would have made a lot more on it, but he's, he sold me. He sold yeah. me. I mean, and, and basically, you know, he did his job. He did his job, <laughs> dude. No Veteran doubt. Veteran move for sure. Veteran is savvy as fuck, that move. Yeah. I mean, even thinking about the dynamic of how you guys came together was such a trip to me, you know, because I've been fortunate enough to be really close with Ben and Shelly. Yeah, wait, wait, time out. Are you using like a fucking radio voice? Your voice has completely changed from being on a regular podcast, from being fucking (laughs) Caesar the beer guy or St. Paul Sinaloa. Hey, brother. Take it easy, <laughs> Oh, I've had the fortunate opportunity to listen to you guys it. and do it. Go ahead, proceed. Sorry, I just needed to make sure I noticed a, that there's you noticed. In the building, man. Yes, the pressure. Hell a, yeah, there he is. Woodsy's like, where is he? I love it. Yeah, he sat and, on him. Where did he go? And it was the truth because I, I listened to you on the Mikey show. Yep. And and I listened to you on ninety four nine. Yep. And I've known Ben for a while, and I, and in my mind, I was like. How the fuck, How the fuck? Is, is this going to work? work? And I remember Shelly telling me, like, yeah, they're going to meet. And I was like, okay. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> so listen, if, if you know Ben behind the scenes, 
not at all what he's like on the air. No. He's one of the funniest motherfuckers Literally, ever. Like, ever. I've, ne- I've never won a game of Cards Against Humanity against Ben. He's, he's ruthless. Sharpest, he's- sharpest, most cutthroat. He seems like a dull dude, but I know. But but you have. He has a little hint. He oh. gives you a little bit. Like it's like he tears it back, he and I'm like, oh, it's like I bet you this fucker gets down. There's an there's like no I doubt. bet you he gets down. I bet you this guy is funny as shit yeah. when the mics are off and he just starts dropping like jokes and stories. Yeah. It's but, and again, crazy. also one of the most knowledgeable motherfuckers when Never. it comes to sports. Well, like, bro, I feel like at their level, honestly, they 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 have to fire on all cylinders as yeah. it relates to knowledge and just kind of like going through the the rolodex of uh, like stats and everything yeah. well, on a dime. It's terrible because he can do it. I can't. You can. I remember that we were in a playoff series. I know we played the Cardinals last year. I'm not kidding you. We've did this. We've done this bit on the air. I have no memory for like for I don't have like Ben said, OK, you remember game two. And I go, nope. <laughs> and he goes, well, what about game three? I go, no. I don't remember. He goes, fucking, we were down. And no go, way. No, no, I don't. No I watched way. every, I watched every pitch last season, every single pitch. I didn't miss one pitch. Don't remember any of them. I remember Slam Diego. I was at opening day in the press box when Hosmer drove in six. Yep. But I don't have that recall. We're gonna have to okay, fix I can floor. do, I can do recall from, you want to ask me about 80s hair metal bands? I can give you the whole lineup of who's in the band. Like, Damn. I know all that shit. Ben would have no idea. But I don't do a hair metal radio show. I do a sports show. What I be lack, a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, no, <laughs> what I lack, he has, and what that's, he lacks, I. That's have. a so perfect partnership, bro. It, it really is. Hell dude. yeah! It's, it really been, it's been great. It's I mean, awesome. It's, it hasn't had without its rough edges. Yeah, but he's you, a he's. You know, I'll tell you the rough edges thing is like we've never had a, three years of being together. We've never even had a real disagreement. We don't go to sleep mad. No, we never. <laughs> Fight my wife a thousand <laughs> times more than I fight with Ben. Well, ben that's is, how you know it's going to last yeah, forever, Playboy. Yeah. That's how you know it's going to last. Because every uh, time Ben, if I disagree with Ben, I'm always like, "Fuck, I fucked up. What did I do?" I know, right? Ben can't be wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna have to meet this guy, bro. He's Ben's dope, dog. Jesus, ben, man. Ben is fucking. So, being that you're killing it in this industry, Hefe, you're doing your thing. Do you recommend youngsters to follow in your footsteps and see if they can, you know? Jump into the radio game. I mean, I have the greatest job in the world. Why would I ever tell anybody not to? It's fucking amazing. I'm done uh, every day. I'm on the golf course by 10 a.m. when oh, I want to play. Get to that, my dude. I'm allowed to play. Man, I uh, I have gotten the best of both worlds because I love music and I've gotten to work. You know, I've gotten to go to Coachella and go backstage and interview every band. I met Chino Moreno. It was like, I'm done. You kill me. Today. Los Deftones, oh, vato. My favorite. Band. A ver, cántame I mean, una canción. Fucking kill me. I I got to uh, you know, I've met him a few times. I, I mean, I've done it all. Like I I'm. You could kill me today, and I'm best like, chin I'm hair good. in that era. Yep. What's what's Chino the, the, the difference between the behind the scenes stage for? The world of music and the world of athletes. It's such a good question because drugs. Um, same. No <laughs> more. Less. No one does. No one does drugs anymore. No, it's just really dollar bills. It's terrible. It's like, why is everyone walking with dollar bills in their nose? Well, what the you, fuck is going on here? You think <laughs> about you think about my era, right? Of when yeah. I was doing mornings at ninety four nine. I was there for the fucking banjo rock revolution. So none of these oh guys partied. None of these guys did anything cool. I missed all the cool grunge guys with yeah. my shit. Like always, my my girl Hillary from ninety one X, who's one of my we dearest friends. Oh, who doesn't? God damn it! I mean, she walks in the room still, and I'm like, <gasps> yeah. I get like all nervous. <laughs> she's one of literally one of my close friends. She walks in the room. I'm like, <gasps> royalty. <laughs> she's like the best, and she would tell me stories. Oh yeah, the Chili Peppers played here, and 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 Eddie Vedder came in. I'm like, fuck 
you. I got stuck with I got Imagine stuck with fucking dragons. Vance Joy and fucking Imagine Dragons and fucking Judah and the Lion. Oh shit, I hate those guys. Go ahead. And all these this shit. Switchfoot, tell me you don't like Switchfoot. I love Switchfoot. They're Fuck the best man. guys. Because, you know why? Because they're the best human beings I've ever oh, met. Man, they beat us in a talent contest, and now I'm here, and they're there. It's amazing. No, oh, and it's man. like they I could missed, be interviewing you right now. I missed this. I missed all these great eras. I'm like, oh, cool. I get Joy Wave. Biggest dickhead you've interviewed. Ooh, Give it to me. Fuck. Oh, yeah. No one's listening. Sports or music? No, okay. <laughs> I'm in. Probably uh, probably the Pixies. Ooh. And I love the Pixies. Controversial. So I, didn't, I didn't give a Controversial. shit. Controversial. There's a lot of dudes crying right now. I, I'm, I was one of them. I fucked it up, though. It's my fault. Yeah? He, I asked a dumb question, and he fucking put me in my place. It's fucking... It's Frank Black, though. Like, he could piss on me. I'd be like, all right, I get it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you had to go. You had so to go. I've never had the real... I mean, I've done some dickish interviews before because you got to understand. When I was at 94.9 and we go to Coachella, we would have this cool setup. We have a house. And all bands would come through Shit and stuff, right? Nuts. It was fucking crazy, right? And you're there and you're working your balls off. Like you rage at night and then you work fucking 16 interviews the next day. And it's 140 degrees out and these guys are coming through. And my boss at the time, his name was Jeremy, and he's still there. And he'd be like, hey, I booked, uh, I'm like, what's the schedule look like today? He's like, I got uh, you know, some 17 interviews. I go, fuck, Jeremy. He, I go, who's this guy? He goes, I'm like, we don't play this fucking guy. And he's like, well, I'm doing a favor for the label. I'm like, then you fucking do the interview. So the guys would come through. No Who's bullshit. Los Tigres del Norte, bro? Who the fuck is bro, this? I'm talking at the end of the down, the at the end of the day, and they would come through and be like, hey, how's it going? Uh, it's Woodsy from 94.9. I'm here with uh, Robert DeLong. You're like, Ugh. hey, Robert. Uh, so you're Tom's are, dad. Yeah. Who are you looking forward to seeing this weekend? And I'd wait. Cool. Uh, so how's your experience been so far? Great. Uh, what do you got in the? What do you got coming out? <laughs> the most out? cookie oh, cutter just question. Fucking, just get me out of here. I just yeah. want to go rage at, at the festival and go watch of bands course, I want to yeah. play. And and uh, but so it was kind of gnarly uh, after a while. But man, I haven't. I have been lucky. I haven't run into too many just absolute dickheads. Everyone's been pretty cool. Sports wise, no, oh, they've been great. No, no dickheads. No. I mean, they get, you get the quiet guys. Not even Adrian Gonzalez. So like, mock me, mock an interview. You're me, and I'm the guy. I just had a couple guys like this. All right, Woods, uh, you just came off a killer season, yeah. you know, uh, fourth in MVP voting. Uh, what do you attribute that to? Just hard work. You know, just hard work, put in the work, and uh, good things happen. Do you I have mean, a daily routine? It's the cliche, <laughs> yeah, right? It's, yeah. You get those guys. And, and 110%. I've, yeah, I've, I've kind of learned now after doing it for a while, like, all right, he's not going to give us much. He's not going to fuck around much. So I, we try to loosen them up, talk about weird things that they're maybe – you know, tell me what you ate for dinner. Like, give me something, anything yeah. interesting. And and so they're never really dicks, but you do get those cliche machines where you're like, fucking kill me, put but me to sleep. You know what I love about listening to you guys is knowing you and how much of a fan you are. Yeah. You can hear that. Oh, you can hear it. When you're interviewing Tatis, when you're interviewing oh. Machado, it's like- It's hard not to be. I'm not, not a I'm not a journalist. No. Like, I'm no. a fucking recruiter that got lucky and got this gig and I keep getting lucky and like- you know, you, you, it's, it's but it still but it's, blows my my man. I told I said to them the other day. We were at spring training a couple of years ago, and I'm outside. Like we're on a break, and I'm taking a breather outside, getting some fresh air. And Manny pulls up, and it's like five thirty in the morning. Where did he and, pull up in? Uh, the fuck was he in? You would never guess, bro. Vespa. Say wait, <laughs> <laughs> was it into madness or what the fuck was he getting? I can't remember what he pulled up in, but he walked 
by me. And I mean, as close as you are to me. And he walked by me and he looked at me and I go, <laughs> like, I <didn't- laughs> Bro, I'm old enough to be his dad. You're like, and I was like, 445. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. That's oh, fucking Manny. Man. And I, I'd never interviewed him and talked to him at that point. So I, yeah, I'm still a fan. I still get very excited to be around. Like big, they all. That's did. what makes it exciting for us to yeah, listen to you. They're doing man. the thing that I always you, wanted you would, to do. You would do what we would yeah, do. Yeah, you're doing the shit that we wish that oh, we were yeah. doing. And like, I, oh my God, he's talking to Tatis. I can't stop it. Can I smell your dreadlocks? I can't stop it. <laughs> I can't, I can't change. I can't, I can't turn it off. Like good. I, never turn it off, dude. I, I don't want to. No, no. And, 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 and again, you have the other side where Ben, ben is super professional. And but even then he gets, Ben gets antsy the way I haven't seen. And I've seen Ben record a lot of fucking record. Sorry. Interview a lot of big name athletes yeah. in the San Diego era. But with you, he lets a different side out. He and does. I fucking he does. Love that. We've brought out, a, we have brought out a lot of good things in the other person, uh, which is pretty rare. He, there's not a, you know, the cool thing about our show now, and I've worked on other shows where it wasn't this way. Um, we genuinely kind of root for each other. Like I want him to, I, it, I could, it, Ben Reed's raps was my idea. <laughs> I didn't do Woods Reed's raps because right. it's not fucking funny. <laughs> no. It's funny when he does it. So I had the idea of like, let's make him the star. Yeah. And he was like, and he told me, he, st- he stopped me one day and he goes, Woodsy, he goes, I've been on the air here in on television for 20 years. Maybe he's been stopped three times. I get stopped 15 fucking times a day because people are like, dude, Ben Reed's raps is my favorite. And I go, you're welcome. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. I love that. It what was your favorite so rap happy. you made him do? Oh, man. Yeah. I Personally, for me, hit him up. Hit him up was fucking incredible. <laughs> we uh, did. Gra- uh, call the cops when you see Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. <laughs> the one where he said, blame it on the vodka, blame it on the Henry. Uh, oh, my. He, he, messed it. he thought it said Henry, and so he said, blame it on the Henry. He's just oh, a gem, man. dude. And, and the, the cool thing about our show is that I want... I want it for him. I want to make him, you know, look good. And he wants to make me look still good to this day because of that. Ben Henry Higgins. Yeah. It's because of that bit. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And I was, I'm like, listen, man, you're, you're my, you're my fucking daughter's godfather. Act that way. Yeah. She exactly. can't be listening to this shit. That's your daughter's godfather. Yeah. Natasha. Is that's there. awesome. Ben yeah. and Shelly. Oh, that's pretty fucking yeah. rad, bro. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Man, that's see, that's upper level white folk, man. I was going to say though. like, I, damn, I got top tier white folks. How'd that credit score look after you fucking anointed them godfather? Still back. I went to a used car lot. No, no, no. Do you see who I'm rolling with? I will be looking at the Rovers today. Thank you. Uh, everything under 100,000 miles, please. It's meal, dog. <laughs> no, I just, I think that dynamic you guys have is, is fucking insane. And Very you guys dude. have made a different animal with him yeah. and in a good way. Cause yeah. he's always going to be professional. He's always, he always going to be. And we need that. Research. You know? but I mean, that's he, what makes it awesome, bro. It's almost like the odd couple, you know, it and it's like, oh, fuck yeah, that's rad. Cause we yeah. all have friends like that you can't have two me's and two hymns will put you to sleep you know i mean really yeah, if you take two hymns life. you're gonna get a lot more than sleep you're gonna need those dollar this bills. episode is brought to you by hymns <laughs> you get two of me and you're like fuck this is all over the place i can't yeah, listen, I, need, so. I need adderall so yeah um it's it's been great so yeah i mean i could never if my kids came to me and said dad i want to do what you do i'd mm-hmm. say fuck yeah let's go that's awesome uh i can't that's when you know you truly enjoy what the yeah. fuck you are doing and i hear you know i it, it gets slagged off a lot radio does and you know i and if you're if you do it the right way and you're uh you work hard and you, you, there's a little bit you got to play the game i think but you have to play the game in your industry to play the game in yeah. every industry man it just 
nobody, Elon Musk has to play the fucking game at some point. You know, yeah. everybody answers to somebody. And yep. um, those that those that are able to do it, um, you know, I've never, I, I've just, I've never really had a terrible day in the business. Man. What's your I, least favorite part of this industry of yours? Um, it's a good question. I think um, we really, we have artistic freedom to do whatever we want. Our boss never fucks with us. It's great. Ever. He never says, well, I think you guys should do this. He'd let <laughs> you us guys know micromanaging. So that Love to it. me Love is it. worth, I, you know, the money isn't what it was back in the day. I missed, again, I missed my era where people used to make like, for doing what I do, they make like right. five times what I make now. And I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Like people made that much money doing what I do. Uh, maybe even not as good as what we do. Mm. And they made a lot of money. So that's, that's, but it, Dude, I, again, I work like four hours. I mean, I'm up early, but I work. I'm yeah. done at 9.05. I'm like, fuck you guys. See you later. And, um, <laughs> and I've literally heard you say that. Yeah, fuck you. Don't ask me to do shit on a Friday. But no, uh, the worst part about it. I, you know what, man? It's just, I think the it's constantly changing. You see so many of your friends, um, massively, massively talented people out of a job. It's You really, you got to be the right person and you have to be put in the right spot. I mean, I can think of three or four people off the top of my head where I'm like, give me an, give me that Howard Stern budget. And let me bring these cats into my show and you'll hear a show. Next you've, level. You've never fucking heard. It right. will be, it will blow your mind. And I, I see it. I have it. It's the vision is there. And the vision for my show as I had it for years is now coming to fruition, but it's still only about half of what I want. Well, sure. And if these guys that I can, if I could get these guys in fucking it's over it's over like fucking quit if you're any other morning show you're done because <laughs> i i mean and I, the only thing i need to do is the only thing i need is money and and yeah we've only been together three years so you give me five six more years doing this and and we'll see what happens video but, component uh, all of it yeah, yeah video but like i mean uh, you know there's there's a couple guys that got let go it's the hardest part is seeing ridiculously talented people get shit canned that weren't making a lot of money either. I almost understand it. If these guys are making half a million, you know, yeah. you're like, fuck bro. Like I, we can't keep paying you this. These guys weren't making anything and they're still out of a job. So that's the hardest part for me um, is watching those guys have to, you know, figure yeah. it out. And, and, and we've, we've all had to live through that. Like with the last year in the pandemic yeah. and COVID and watching people get let go. But that was happening to your industry even prior to that. Yes. I can't imagine. Yeah, I feel like the budget that. streams, they've been getting tight every year yes. since forever. It's so man. funny too, because we have a, we're up for contract renegotiation. Our contract actually expires on June 10th. And, you know, you want more money because you deserve more money, but you don't want too much money. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Turkey with the longest neck gets it cut off, Bro, my friend. That's right. And you're I like, I believe that is Adele's saying. You're like, you're like, <laughs> I I don't want to be the first guy they look at and go, oh, what's he making? Holy, sh give me something nice and meaty right in the middle. I don't need too much, and please stop paying me too little. Is that why Ben called you the short beaten Nick? Is he already trying to put you out on He's the streets? He's already trying to put me on the streets. <laughs> yeah, he'd be so lost without me. Oh, man. Famous last words. <laughs> Just in there reading lists of there. Here's the top ten. This shit best wouldn't make it without me, bro. <laughs> top ten best charger punters of all time was Ben Higgins. The Australian right. Darren yeah, Bennett. Darren that's, that's it. It, that's it, it starts and it end ends the there, bro. Cypress. Oh, no, nah, nah, if you don't speak with an accent, I don't want you. I don't want to talk Chargers anymore. That's too much Charger. Football. Only football, bro. Talk oh. to me about golf then. Oh man, what a, I see, I seen you weasels, bro. I see a, you and your little fucking crew cruising around town. Brother, hey, bro, that's, that's your boy Garcia. You that's not him. that's not my boy. I I've never hung out with him. I don't really? know who he is. Oh, he's no. I brought Chris. Have I hung out with Chris? Yeah, he's the best. You'd love him. 
I, I'm, I'm sure, sure I will because his last name's Garcia, and you yeah. know how us Mexicans are. We all well, stick together. Yeah, call his mom. It doesn't sound feeling. like it. It doesn't sound like you guys are sticking together right now. <laughs> Full well, nobody shits on Mexicans more than other Mexicans. Yeah, especially light skinned Mexicans against, well, this kind of Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, first we call this. So, what's going on with the Bogey Brotherhood? It's weird, dude. I hated golf like my whole life. My wait, dad, wait, 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 wait. You're I from Texas, it. bro. Yeah, I oh, thought baseball. I played baseball my whole life. The played, same way if Ben brought up basketball when he would bring up golf, it, it, if I was, he like, was God, asleep. Shut the fuck up. No one cares. And now. I don't know what happened. Something happened during the pandemic, man. I, I, I was playing baseball forever and played in a bunch of adult leagues out here. Played down here all the time. I love it. Where? Where would you play? Dude, name it. Name any high school. Chula Vista High, uh, Southwestern. I played everyone won championships at Southwestern. Bonita Vista High? Bonita Vista. Right. I played at every, all right, all right. every high school in San Diego, I think I've played at. Um, I played on four teams at one time. Like I played two games on Saturday, two on Sunday. I'm, I'm a bit of a, when I get into something, I get way into it, Good. Uh, which got me in a little trouble in my youth. But <laughs> Dollar bills, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> but uh, so I quit playing ball when the pandemic hit because they stopped playing. Yeah. And um, I was losing my mind for competition. I just needed competition. And golf. You strike me as that kind of guy I that's driven by competition. I have to have it, man. I feel, I've told my wife before, I'm like, look, I get it. I'm. I'm at the range every day. I'm chipping. I'm putting in the backyard. I go, when I stop competing at something is when I won't be around. I just won't. I know I know me. And that's I what feel makes like, you you. That's what makes me me. And I feel like if I stop competing, I will literally die. And so when baseball went away, I was dying. I was dying inside. And uh, <clears throat> my buddy invited me to go play golf. I'm like, uh, fine. <laughs> I guess. So we go, and it's beautiful out. And I looked around, and I went, what the fuck am I doing? Like, All right. This was a lot of fun. I'm going to play again. And I played again. And I went, that was really fun. And then, and then I played again. And, then, and I'm like, this is really good. Okay, this sucks now that I'm not playing well. I'm going to start learning the game. Yeah. And so I started, Did you get a coach? Start taking lessons. Oh, yeah. Look, look at Lee Trevino guy. over here. I started taking oh guys. <laughs> Chichi Rodriguez playboy, por favor. <laughs> I got a fitting and got Ooh. new clubs. I went crazy. And now I am just, um, it's, I got the bug. My mom just flipped me off. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Mexicans hate other Mexicans. Right, here we go. She's light skinned. Your I got the bug, dude. I got it bad, and yeah. it's just—it's if I'm not playing it, thinking about playing it, and when I'm not thinking about playing it, I'm practicing it, and I go to the range every. I'm leaving here. I'm going to the range. <laughs> <laughs> I've ripped, you know, a gapper off yep. the fucking sweet spot yeah. and just stood on second base and reflected and be like, God damn, I smoked dog. that thing. I smoked. That felt good. Like that felt awesome. Yeah. But nothing compares, nothing. bro, to me standing on a par four, 280. I've got my three wood in my hand. I got the ball in front of my front foot. And I just smack it. And I'm like, wow. That that thing, that feeling that you're talking about, you know, uh, of, of gapping a ball, hitting a ball so solid, you don't feel it. You, you, and then when you get to second, you, you go, don't feel it. You no. go, I, I, what, what did I do? And then you go, oh, I didn't think of anything. You just put it all in your mind. I never thought I would find anything that would come close, you know, sports-wise. I was like, man, I just I love hitting so much, and I got to be a decent hitter over the years. I'm, I was a much better hitter at 42 than I was at 18. Because you learned the game. I wasn't scared of the ball, yeah. you know. I'm yeah. like, bring it. And um, it was so fun. We play with these young kids, and they're like, all these kids will try to gas you up because you're an old man, and you're like, bro, I'll fucking hit a fastball all day. Like, yeah. I, you, I will get around on that fastball. I will piss on it to right center field. And then you're going to look at me like, how that old fucker hit that ball? So I, I miss that part, and I do miss the camaraderie of, like, being in the dugout. So, wait, you're not going back to baseball? No, I'm done. That's uh -huh. a wrap, bro? Yeah, it's a wrap. 
I hung him up, man. Isn't that crazy yeah. from playing five games a weekend? Yeah. To, to not play. Hey, is it related to COVID? Is it related no, to you? You just discovered something new with golf. Well, so the, the beauty, I've I figured it out, man. I finally got children. The father. <laughs> That's it. And there it is, bro. Dude, so I have, am in the unique position where I'm off the air at nine. Mm. So I could tee off anywhere in San Diego by 10 a.m., right? Weekends come. I got two kids. My wife is in real estate, so she's. I don't want to be that dad that's like, "See you guys later." I'm out playing golf all weekend. I don't. I want to do that. I want to be around for my boys. Had a dude. Uh, so Monday through Friday, though, fuck them kids, dude. I'm playing golf. Had like, a you. In school, like yeah. Uh, so Bo's in preschool every day, uh, Monday through Friday. So I'd pick him up at four. Uh, Taylor is Hannah's got him, and then I'm there. I don't I only play maybe once during the Let's week. Let's be real. When our kids are like. Infants like under two, we're fucking we're worthless, useless, we're worthless, bro. Yeah. We are useless to that child. Yeah. You know, I'm not feeding him. He's moronically easy to to deal with too. He doesn't do anything wrong. If he were, and then we're still useless. If he was a demon <laughs> child, my wife would be like, "You need to get your ass home." And she's not. She's like, "Go swing it, whatever you need to do." So, uh, I, I like being outside. I like being with the boys, dude. It's funny. We don't like get fucked up out there. We, I'm, I'm literally there. To compete against the course and compete against my brain. That's a valid point that it's, you bring up, Woodsy. It's wild. Here's man. the thing, bro. Uh, I started playing golf when I was 20-ish, 21, 22, and it was a drunk fest, bro. We'd go yeah. out. We'd start smoking. We'd start drinking whiskey. Blah, blah. We were done. We Sometimes we didn't, we, we didn't get to the fucking front nine right. finished, you know? Yeah. As soon as the golf bug hit us. We, bro, it's a whole thing. It's like thing. There, there, there is a routine in the morning. Yep. I load up the car. I got, I clean my, clean I'm, my clubs. I'm yeah. cleaning the grooves out, making sure they're sharp. I want that bite. I want that pullback. Every, no doubt. When that ball hits the green, I want it bringing it back, bro, like on a string. It's also another good feeling. It's a great feeling. <laughs> when you see that ball hit the green and it just comes back, I'm like, did you guys do that? Because I just did that yeah. shit, bro. I know. Uh, we don't drink. No. We don't smoke. No. We, I mean, afterwards, we just, sure. you know, it was like, ha you owe me this much, you owe me that much, let's get a couple whiskeys, let's go. But it's a fucking thing, yeah. man. And wifey finally understands that that it's a thing because she doesn't bust my balls. Yeah. I am from, I'm cut from the same cloth on the weekends, weekends for the family. 100%. You know, I'm very busy during the week. During the week and Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, it's like from three in the morning to about 4 p.m., yeah. I'm, I'm going to be busy. But as soon as like, 445 comes along or whatever. I'll sneak out and I'll get nine holes in. Yeah. I'll go out and I'll get a nice 18. I have a golf instructor now. Every Friday, he teaches me at 1 p.m. Yeah. And after that, I try to sneak on, hit some more balls. Yeah. I'm in I'm, love with golf. Bro, I'm, I'm, in, I'm madly in love with it, too. The other thing, too, is my dad and I had this baseball connection for many, many years. And, and, uh, Your and dad is good people. He's man. really good people. And he's a, he, is like a, he was like a scratch golfer when I grew up. Oof, so goals. he was like a one. Goals. Two. You know, scratch. Some John Smoltz shit, bro. And dude, I'm telling you, I, I think back about all the, the tea times I said no to, all the times I turned him down and said, fuck golf, dad. I hate golf. And now that I'm into it, I call him four days a week after. I'll call him. I sent him yesterday. I went to the range, and I was hitting my driver, and he's been working with me on my driver. And I go, look, I'm pissing on these balls, Dad. I go, I got a little reroute at the top. And he's like, oh, get that fucking chicken wing in there. Get that we, elbow in, bro. We have got this thing now. Then I'm speaking his language. Yeah, and I'm 45 years old, and I still like I'm speaking his language again. And New level unlocked. It's just yeah, that's it, man. And and so now, 
it's so rad to have that. And I want that with my boys. Yeah. And, uh, so I opened my mind a little bit. And, and I also, it was kind of a, a, a thing of necessity where, man, I pissed on this thing for a long time. And I feel like it, people bust my balls about it all the time. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm not even taking anything you you say seriously because you, you know, used, used to, to piss shit on, on me. And I all go, of a sudden. Go, all of a sudden. I go, you're right. You're fucking right. Like, you are right. I can't even, say even anything. This, even this morning, you were like, oh. No, am I like in three years I'm going to be a Lakers fan? Right, exactly. Like I just said, I, I said never. I said I opened my mind to it, and then once I, it hooks you, dude, it's like smack. Like it got in my veins. I was like, I'm fucked. You needed a void dumb, fo- filled, bro. I did, and 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 that void that you filled, you filled it with something epic. Yes. Man. As soon as soon as you understood the game and you yeah. re- realized, like, oh, you know what? That's me and Crocs, bro. It's so If it's much. one fucking thing I'll never wear or my children would never wear is Crocs. My kid wears them because they're that, That's easy. your thing, bro. I mean, we all raise our kids differently, right, dog? <laughs> <laughs> we all do things differently. Well, but I've had people- My wife <laughs> bought them and I'm like, she wears Crocs now? And then once you fuck around trying to tie your shoes, you're like, hey, where are your fucking Crocs? They're <laughs> fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Now nah, we were Adidas slides, bro. But I've had people come over to, for birthday parties and give my kids Crocs. I'm like, nah, that's take these back, bro. Uh, do you no. have that gift receipt? Yeah, because we I'm ain't keeping these. I'm going to need it. Or when, are you going to see that the swap meet? I was a dickhead with golf as well. Yeah. My biggest regrets growing up in high school, I played baseball. I played soccer. Yep. I played those things. You know, those were my sports. Passing the opportunity up to play golf, passing the opportunity to wrestle. Because now as, as I'm older, it's like I enjoy doing jujitsu yeah. and I enjoy golf. So if I would have had that firm foundation as a youngster, I feel like I would have excelled at a much greater pace than yeah. I am now. I'm floundering, but I had to reach every, out and get a coach, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, teach me. And this guy gets down. It's so important. Yeah, it really is. That's, Everything you know, in its own time. Though. Any amateur, any amateur listening right now that was like thought about taking, you can, you can make it so far on maybe however you hit it straight, mm-hmm. but you go into, and you start looking at your swing on video and you go, it's holy shit. And he's like, my coach Scotty will go, Woodsy, get flat in your backswing. And I'm like, motherfucker, I am dragging this club on the ground. He goes, well, come and look at the video. That shit's going so over your eye. I'm like, God damn it, you're right. It's really, uh, it's fascinating, dude. And so you'll never, like I shot, I, I'm telling you, man, I shot an 89 at, our, at Rancho Bernardo Inn, and I shot an 87. I went this fucking home. Fucking guy over here. Bro, this guy. I, I'll tell you home. what, though. Nowhere near what he needs to compete with. Oh, us. no chance. No chance. But no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, do you're talking about a guy that if you legit keep score, if you legit. Oh, wait, wait, legit. So there's no kick. Oh, there's no so kick iron. You, there's no kick wedge. So how do you get along with Chris? He only counts every other shot. Chris is actually fair. He's I've, fairly. Is he good? He's good. No, Who's he, the best player in your crew? Lefties. So I'll go man. low. I'll be low man sometimes. Uh, Chris goes low yeah. man probably more than me. My, our other buddy Chris goes low too. But like I've, I'm, my game is gone from if you really kept score. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in my youth, I would shoot. Literally, if you really kept every ball, it'd be 125. Yes. Right, right. So now uh, I'm between, I had those two shots in the 80s, but like I'm 93 to 103. And it's and for it, only playing a fucking year. Six I was going to say, bro. Not even six months. I was going to say, that's impressive. I mean, six months. I, I started playing like last July. So sure. coming up on a year. All of a sudden, I feel a lot more confident fucking betting some money with these boys. <laughs> but, All of a sudden. Hey, but I don't fuck with, like, it's the, it's the one place in my life also. You don't gamble? Where I can no, I gamble. Uh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Bro, but golf is a, it gives you reason to gamble for everything, it's dog. The one place in my life, too, where there is no I don't give a fucking inch. So if I look over and I see you kicking your shit, I'm like, hey, what the fuck, dude? Yep. It's I, I play with Ben. Ben is oh, a psychopath. 
So my I hit one. I hit one God. in a fucking trap once. It's right up against the lip, and I go. What do I a little relief, a little relief. Well, you gonna hit it out there, he motherfucker? Goes, <laughs> he goes, well, play it where it lies. I'm like, we're not in a fucking tournament. He goes, oh, oh, I mean, how are you gonna every, do better? Rules are rules. Every, <laughs> every round with Ben is a tournament, yeah. man, because that guy, that's but professional. Dude, how do you think you get you when you watch guys on Sunday? They're not like, ooh, I don't like where this is sitting. I'm gonna move it fucking six feet out. No, they hit the fucking bro, shot. It just happened, and dog. It, it just happened. Dustin Johnson, 100%. bro, and Kevin Na, and Kevin Na, and, and I'm tapping it. on the shoulders like, yep. "Hey, Playboy, you know what? I'm not yeah. gonna give you that fucking. I mean, putt. I know you're gonna make it, I'm but guess what? I'm not giving it to you, bro. Right. Until you hear me say, Woodsy, Cheers. no worry, bro. Six inch put. I know you got that shit. No worries. Take it. So don't fucking take those liberties, dude. It's a fucking metaphor. It's, I figure it's a metaphor for your life. Like there. Listen up, Jerry. We were talking about this earlier. You can take the fucking shortcut and the easy way so much in your life. So when I'm on the golf course, I really try to. Play I don't the try to. I try to hit it down the fucking middle. <laughs> we can try as hard as we uh, want, bro. I, I try to, <laughs> but if I find myself, if I find myself off to the left or off to the right, I'm like, all right, I could move this back out. I'm an. I can reason with myself and go, dude, you're an amateur. You want to get better? Like, make clear. Fuck that. Like, I want to be. I I want to challenge myself. I want my kids to challenge themselves. I don't want. You know, I want. It's not life isn't easy, and so golf is just a perfect metaphor for like. Life sucks sometimes. It's fucking Dude, rocky. Woods is the white me, bro. <laughs> what the it's, fuck is going on here? I told it's you true. it wasn't just a Steven connection. Jesus you had. Christ. Dude, I don't take I don't take breakfast it's, balls it's and shit. I'm not nothing. I don't take breakfast balls. I don't. I'm gonna hit another one. I'm not gonna. If I hit another one, I count the fucking strokes. I'm competitive like, as fuck, but yeah. dude, I'm super, super duper competitive to the point where it's like annoying to some of my but friends. I'm fun to play with. I'm oh, not a dick to play with. We're a blast. You We're know? a fucking blast. Like, We're a blast. But. There's two things growing up now, uh, raising my kids that I know are staples in their life. Yeah. And there's no way, oh, daddy, I don't want to play soccer. I don't want to play baseball yeah. anymore. Jiu-jitsu and golf, bro. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu is going to teach my children, my boys, my kids how to be respectful, how to approach a, a situation and either defuse it or protect themselves or protect people around them. I got to get my you know, kid into fucking jujitsu. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, dog. And how old it, are your kids? Uh, three, six, and eight. All right, your three-year-old. Yeah. Boy? He's boy. Yeah, all boys. All right, so all your- I wear little. socks when I make love, so I make chill. I make boys only, bro. <laughs> Apparently, I do too. You have to make- We have to wear- uh, Eat a banana as well, though. So, <laughs> so did you run into- Nina, did you run into- I mean, we're fucking struggling with the toddler. It's it's real hard. What aspect of it? Well, he doesn't get consequences, and I try to instill <laughs> in him consequences, and and it's hard because. So my, I told my wife last night. I said, "Look, one thing we got to stop doing. We got to stop playing good cop, bad cop. That shit's not gonna fly anymore." I said, "I can't come in and discipline him, and you come and say, oh, baby, it's okay.' It's okay. No, it's a mom's bad job, cop, bad though, cop. but it's bad cop, bad cop, right? When that happens, I said, mom, I said, baby, when, when I'm in his fucking, when I'm in his grill and he's hitting me and like <laughs> kicking and white kids are wild, bro. White kids are wild, bro. You have no idea. Bro. It's like ah. fucking Eddie Murphy said, <laughs> he goes, man, he goes, I went to my white friend's house and like, he's like, shit, mom, I'm going as fast as I can. He goes. Man, we couldn't even say dag in my house. That's too much like, damn. It's the difference, right? There's, yeah, there's a cultural difference. difference. And so when the, and it's my biggest fear. So I live in Encinitas, and my kid- uh, Dropping is, dick. Is Dropping dick. My kid uh, is- I have to fix that hole in the floor. My kid is fucking Lauren Nancaro's grandkid. Yeah. And he's this- And I'm like, I don't want to raise a spoiled little shithead. I told my wife, I go, I'm sending this motherfucker to Chicago to work fucking construction in the summer. <laughs> he's like 16, dude. Like, I have to, uh, I has to understand 
that living in Encinitas, California is not normal. It's Bro, not normal. Right. It's you got to send him to Chicago, like. send him down here to Chula Vista. We'll, we'll take care of him down here, bro. <laughs> My boy, we'll take care of that little kid down here. My boy Nick Guerra runs Hustle Baseball. Hustle Baseball. Guess what? It's my dog, dude. Bonita Vista Baron alumnus. Go ahead, bro. We I, we everywhere, bro. Nick we is, heard fucking heard Nick is my homie, dude. Next I've, subject. I've used to work out there. And so, yeah, you're going to go learn to play with those dudes. Yeah. You're going to learn go to learn a different kind of baseball because it's a it's you live in this one little bubble and you're like, oh, shit. And I wanted him to know this isn't real. Like, it's not real. This mm-hmm. is this is. And so I, I wrestle with that a lot. But. I don't know, man. The toddler thing, just the, he doesn't understand. I'm like, Bo, and I, I'm calm at first. And like, if, <laughs> you, if, you con- if you continue this, all this stuff, you lose it all. I'm taking him and throw it in the fucking garbage. All, but, all but, like, but like you said, it's got to be both sides of it's it. It's got to be both yeah. sides. Because I was that way. You like, didn't have any of that shit? Da- Daddy's just... Don't worry, baby. I got um, you. Yeah, I got you. In my house, it was bad. Like with my ex-wife, we, I felt like fucking Serpico, dog. Like I had to go undercover. I was about You're to nothing get... like Tony, Tony yeah, Montana, no, no, dog. Make... <laughs> so but, did yeah. you know, what, do like three-year-old Mexican kids, they don't act up or what? Oh, yeah, they're like, assholes, bro. Oh, they my are. three-year-old Mexican kid acts like a little white princess, bro. Everything he wants it and he wants it now. And, he, <laughs> and it's, there's no negotiating with him. No, so it's no. like, we just put him in his room, dog, and be like, that's it. We're okay. not dealing with you. Yeah. The, what does he love the most? You can't sleep in our room at night. Ooh. When you you're not coming in anymore. You said that to you me. Know, yeah. I, and, and guess what? Yeah, yeah. I it broke works. your ass down. It works every time. <laughs> I've been the same since then. It's no, crazy because he sees his older brothers. He sees the eight and the six year old, and he's like, Well, fuck them. I'm getting away with this shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. not them. Yeah. I'm N- little. Natasha. I'm cute. I got long hair. Yeah. <laughs> my three year old, my three year old is a blonde. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but I have a three year old son who's got long, like Thor like hair to it. Shoulders, same. and yeah, I'm like, yo, very much and his name, like, this is my, my little dude's name, Oliver. And I look at Oliver, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck your daddy is, you know boy, but the... you better chill out, yeah, dog. You know, when you name him, him Oliver, that's when he turned blonde. <laughs> dude, it's like, bing, I bequeath upon you, blonde locks, Oliver. 100%. <laughs> Natasha was three years old, and I remember this vividly. Um, she used to grab my phone because her mom would always let her use her phone. And I would always be like, no, that's, you want to fuck with your mom shit? That's fine. That, don't that, touch Don't mine. touch dads. Yeah. And one you time, porn is all over my shit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, yeah. You, you're going to see your mom in some very compromising situation. <laughs> Get out my mama. <laughs> so one time she picked up my phone and I went, Hey, and she stopped and looked at me and I said, are you supposed to take dad's phone? And she just kept staring at me. And I said, give me the phone dog. She didn't break eye contact with me. Looked up, a game. raised the phone, and then threw on it the on the fucking tile. Oh, yeah. Eat my ass, daddy. Sm- <laughs> it like smashed the screen, and I was just like, look at me. I am the captain now. Like, no, she, she broke your screen? Yes, oh, dog. Shit, Fuck the screen dog. up. But and you got a little girl. I, I don't know how to raise a little girl. I'd probably hug her and be like, it's okay. No, I mean, I went in the bathroom. <laughs> I cried, and then I came back. Out. <laughs> it's you tough, dude. It's tough. It's, it's, you don't, you're like, no, dude. I, this is my fucking house. Yeah. When I <laughs> you are a guest in my fucking fuck, house. Bro, fuck is, I, the new bit, I swear to God, Hannah, and Hannah came up with it. Which I'm like, you want to sleep outside? I will, you will sleep. And then, yeah, I don't want to sleep outside. And in my mind, I'm like, bro, I'd take a fucking bullet for you right now. You right, right. never have to sleep outside. Lessons, bro. Anything to do. Lessons. The, the other day, the, I learned. the video came up on my time hop, and it's because I, I had gone back and forth um, responding to the, the original post that Hannah put up. When he was in the fuck off, yeah. Phase. When Bo, when Bo was just fuck you, fuck off. I'm like, oh my god. Hey, we know mom is dog. Uh, my kids are wild, boy. Bro, they're wild as shit. Oh shit. They, my dude say hell, or they looked at me, or yeah, damn, or he said something outlandish, yeah. and he knew it was a bad word. He looked at me, and he's like, 
I was like, yeah, homie, you don't say that. Yeah, That's no, not, no, no. You say it all the time, daddy, so what can I say? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, you know, our, Natasha has they've this. learned to reason. <laughs> our, you know, my parents were way censored. They censored me. And, like, we were talking about on the air today. Like, I grew up in the era of, like, Ozzy Osbourne and shit and, like, Motley Crue. And they would mm. throw my, like, music away. What do you think that made me want to do? Make it harder, wasp. stronger, give faster, it, give get me more. Dirt, give me wasp, yeah. man. Give me the fucking <laughs> worst shit I can get. Who the get. fuck was wasp, bro? Iggy Pop. Look it up. Yeah. Wasp was hardcore or what? Oh, my God. Yeah? Fucking A. Yeah, like wasp was crazy. So- you you took my Aussie from me. Now I'm gonna get lost. That's just how that's how parents and kids are. Don't smoke cigarettes. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I just bought my first crack pipe. <laughs> and so I told my I told Hannah, I go, look, I, this is a different approach, but I'm not. He needs to know, and he he's so good, man. He goes to preschool and he crushes it. Like good. he got nice. in trouble one time, uh, and this is almost you know a year or whatever. Like he knows, and he says he's like, I can. He goes, I can, uh, what does he call it? Language. He goes, I can do language around dad, not mama. I go, yeah, you can say, you can, I can do language, <laughs> do language around me. I really don't give a shit. Hey, your son so, just called you soft, homie. Bro, I shit you not. I, I think sh- that was code for my daddy's soft. They ain't going to do nothing. Oh, I shit you not. We're walking up. We're in the backyard. We're playing. I'm flipping him soft toss the other day. This helicopter flies over. He goes, he looks at me, he goes, holy shit. Like, <laughs> dude, the fucking timing. He knows how to use it. It's not yeah, just yeah. randomly. Holy shit! Yeah. And I, how do you discipline him? Well, yeah, what are you hold him my side. Like, oh. So in another He's time, like, got him. We were we were, uh, we were in the backyard and we have these stairs off the deck and the rains. It started to rain a little bit and we ran up the stairs and Bo goes, Dad, let's get the fuck out of here!" And I fucking <laughs> fell out. I fell out. I'm like, "Hey, language!" And he's like. Whatever. Yeah, fuck you, Dad. Like, the timing. What are you going to do, you weak ass? The yeah. timing is imp- It's so, He uses it, and he does it. He knows just when to do it. It's weird. He's three years old. Yeah. He's got the comedic timing of, like, he's a genius. He really is. He's like. That's Did you want to be a dad? More than anything. Was this, was this in the cards? Oh, more than anything. Yeah. More than yeah. literally. Anything. I remember having that conversation with you, like, yeah, right around the first time. We it met. was hard, man. We uh, I was married before, and she couldn't have kids, and it was hard. It was hard. And uh, we tried a lot. We tried a lot of different avenues. It didn't work. And it takes your soul for a while. And then you, the day, <clears throat> the day boat was born, whew, February, uh, February 6th, man. I just, I was like, holy shit, finally. So I was good. The, the biggest fight I think my wife and I ever got in was about, do we want to have another one? And I said, absolutely not. I said, <laughs> no, I go, dude, we have a, per- he is perfect. He's everything I've ever wanted. And it was hard. I was, it's hard to admit. I mean, Taylor's almost five months old. It took me about a month Can't wait to, to, tell me you don't want to warm up to him. It did. <laughs> oh shit. Dude, it did. I was like, who are you? It was, it was, it, well, you know what it was? It, I felt like I was cheating on Bo. Yeah. I did. That's I was thing. like, yeah. that's a this thing, is brother. my guy. And like, fuck, like now he's screaming and shit and he's upset. Fuck this. I was, we had a really rough first month with him because, um, I, I wasn't, not that I wasn't pulling my weight, I was, because I was home, I was changing the diapers, I was watching those, but I was not into it. Yeah. And I, it's a hard thing to admit, but I was not into it, because this kid here was fucked up, because we had this kid, yeah. and it killed me. Wait till you have your third, Playboy. Never, no. <laughs> Wait till you have your third, homie. If I never have to sleep with my wife again to make sure I don't have a third, that's fine. There will never be, I'm 45 years old, I don't want to so fuck your dude. age. She's yeah, she's, she's young, but... Bro, she just lost all the- 45 is like the new fucking 45. She does not want another kid. She had her tubes tied, thank God. But uh, we don't- Two is is plenty. 
Um, but yeah, dude, wanting to be a dad. Three is awesome, Playboy. No. Three is the You're best. fucking outnumbered. There's yeah. no chance. Unless she wants to have another wife, which I'm fine with. Hey. <laughs> I've, I've watched Big Love, bro. I know how that goes down. She wants to have another, <laughs> she wants great to have another woman moving with us where we're not outnumbered. Deal. Deal. Is that like a white so, mentality? Because so how do I do that? Probably, I get, <laughs> that's why they went to Utah. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Sister wives. I'm molding them. Yeah. I'm like, hey, bring, bring back one of them sister wives with you. I have yeah. no desire. It's so... Um, you know, we got this, this one is so good and, and he sleeps 13 hours a night already. He's just oh, phenomenal. Dude, so dude, Natasha's the best. I just don't want to do, I don't want to do the, I don't want to do it again. I didn't want to do it again three times in there. It <laughs> <laughs> fucking was, bro. Yeah. yeah, I got a vasectomy, but even then I feel like, fuck, dog. There's, there's one just hanging out in there. Yeah, there's there's one hanging out in there just waiting to fucking be released. I know. And he's going to scream, release, right at the end. And I'm like, oh, just waiting his turn. There he is. Number four. Not the guy oh, going man. in for the jump rope. Just, oh, he's man. waiting his turn, dog. Yeah, three three is a crazy number because you are outnumbered, bro. Yeah. You are outnumbered. I, I got my eye on one. I got my eye on two. And that third little fucker, fuck the, the, the three-year-old. Dude, the three-year-old is a motherfucker, dog. Yeah, I know. He I looks know at me feeling. and he laughs. He doesn't, he, he just, I was like, hey, bro, come over. He's like, <laughs> you think I respect you? He's like, you? you ain't shit, daddy. <laughs> so funny. Oh, no, no, it's the most, uh, it's the beer it's, I brought, It's huh? the most rewarding. It really is. Yeah. You know what? I, I feel comfortable saying you are a lot like me and you're an asshole. Yeah. You know, I, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. But too. I'm a friendly asshole. And this guy cried to me the other day how I'm an asshole. And I'm like, I, I am what I am. <laughs> I, know, I mean, like, like, get over it. You know, like, you're my friend. You're going to deal with it. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I'm like, you know what? I feel like you maybe cried back. I'd rather my kids be like me than not. Yes. This is a crazy world we're living in yes. right now, Woodsy. Yeah. That's why I tell them. Jiu-jitsu is not an option. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu is a necessity. You will learn to be respectful. You will learn to protect people who need protecting, mm -hmm. and you'll protect yourself. My house is uh, is work ethic. You know, the work ethic thing, uh, you're, you will fucking work, and, and, you know, I will leave it up to my kids. Hey, did, how'd you do in school this year? Oh, you got A's and B's? Great. Enjoy your summer being a lifeguard, working Get at the fucking job. YMCA, having fun. Oh, you got C's and D's? You're working for your buddy, your my your uncle Powers Construction Company. And you're yep. gonna see fucking what it's like, and you're gonna grind. You're gonna push the wheelbarrow, and you're gonna sweep up, and you're gonna work fucking sixteen keep, hours. Keep days. getting those seeds. I'm telling you, man. Like I have blonde hair, Dad. The work ethic, the work, <laughs> Blue the, the work ethic thing in my house. That's not enough. Awesome, like, bro. You're going to fucking grind because I told my wife. I go look. I told last night. This is the comment. I go. He needs to learn at some point that life fucking sucks sometimes, yeah. and it's not. You're not always in the middle of the fucking fairway. You're just not like all of a sudden we dropping live. fucking golf metaphors. <laughs> all of a sudden, we I live in the middle of the fairway, and it's just that's not what real life is. And and yeah. you know, um, he needs to know that like there the work ethic thing. It's not an option. You're not gonna sit and play fucking video games all day long unless right. you just did your eight hour shift at wherever the fuck it is. You want to play video Come games back. in your downtime? Knock yourself have out. Have a ball. Yeah. But you yeah. know, my wife didn't have a work ethic growing up at all. I mean, at look at your face. Not in the careful, brother. Careful. Just, yeah. Watch uh, yourself. See just, now. Uh, Hannah, I just want to remind you that you like me, and I did not coerce <laughs> him into this. <laughs> this motherfucker didn't even drink, bro. He's just. He's just <laughs> He's just coming out swinging. like, I do not value my life. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. She didn't. She'd still tell you, man. She liked to smoke weed and play with her dog. That's my kind of wine girl, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So they all they all like hang out in, in Sanitas, apparently. That's where they breed them. Oh, my God. Dog. That's yeah. they, they make By them the there. dozen. There's a factory. <laughs> There's a factory. There is. It's Let's very back. expensive. Let's get back to business, bro. All right, you're your little fucking bogey brotherhood, guys. Yeah. All right? Mm -hmm. I yeah, got my I, go. I got my crew. Okay. All right, I got I got a crew of three uh, <laughs> I got my crew of three ball crushing strikers okay. ready to play. 
we might not win, but we're gonna look damn good doing losing. Let's you know? do it. Let's do like a um let's do well, like a little match play out of magic. We, we, let's go. Go We've been talking about having um an event for our nonprofit. That, we'll, we'll, so. No, no, this is not that thing. You know, no, this, no, is, this like is not. Side, this is like an off the fucking. Bro, but, this but, is under I, the table. Hey, there's gonna be bragging rights for when that who wins that tournament. So oh, duh, and I will be bragging, dropping dick everywhere I go, bro. All right. Oh, we beat the Bogey Brotherhood. Yeah. <laughs> Next, you know, it's but, funny. One, of the, one of the best times that I had on the course was when it was me, you, Gavin. Eric, and 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 Paul at Pinchy Turtle Power. Rest in peace, Turtle Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Um, no, man, I really enjoy golf. It's a great way to get to know somebody. Everybody yeah. says, oh, you know what? You close deals on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? You you, you figure out people's character on the golf you course. Know, we talk about all the time. It, it's it's a, um, You're only there, for me at least, I'm there and I'm competing against one. It, I'm competing against, me. Competing against nature mm-hmm. and, and mother nature. And we had played in the rain last week. It was fucking gnarly. It was cold oh, I love shit. rain golf. But yeah, you guys are weird, dog. You play in the rain. Dude, did. rain golf is the best. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. No. There's nothing yes. fun about rain. Yes, it changes but, the whole dynamic, dog. But the thing you're competing against is your brain. Yeah. It's your fucking brain. You and, on you. And it's it's me. And like, I know how to do this. I can do this. Can I do it? But the That's elements. The story, oh. the elements. Yeah. And the, you know, so we don't, I don't, we don't really compete against each no. other. But we're kind of pulled like, oh my God, fucking great shot. Great yeah, shot, absolutely. bro. Look at you. I love you. that stuff, dude. And great up and down. Look at you. You, you know were off else? the fairway and you got it on. You know what else is we we talk about our lives and we yeah. it's, we call it the brotherhood for a reason. Like I'm not super religious, um, but I do. There's that part of the religion, you know, the fellowship they call it. And yeah. where it's a bunch of dudes get together. And maybe you're talking about the Bible. Maybe you're doing something else. That's kind of my version of the fellowship. And we bring, you know, we have kind of a set four and then one guy Got a full-time job, so he couldn't play. So we brought another guy, and he's been great. And it's, it's changed his life. You know, he is... Sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the brotherhood. <laughs> it's like, hey, playboy. That's fair. That's how, fair. How many crosses do you guys yeah. burn away? <laughs> do you kneel behind a burning cross before you hit tee off? Or we, got a, we got a Mexican. We got a German. All right, cool. So we got... Chris, I give him half, okay? Don't. No, it's fine. It's last name's Garcia. Like, I'm in the clear. I'm I, clear. I, I give him half credit. Yeah, I know some lot of Mexican Garcias, bro. Although, although, well, I mean, look at Danielle. She's a Rodriguez. I know Garcias who pronounce it Garcias. I'm like, yo, what the <laughs> I got to viejo. No, bro. Hey, We're hey, from hey. the southern part of Spain. We're from. No. I was like, no. They have those cigars called Garcia Vega. Gar- <laughs> no. <laughs> I always give Chris shit because he's he's a really good golfer. And uh, one of my uh, one of my crowning achievements was that he was able to melt down against me when he was up by five with three holes to go at Coronado. No. Did you oh, golf it down? I'm not anymore, dog. Let's get you back into golf. Because, you know, I'm trying not to die. Oh, yeah. Well, the hernia's a motherfucker, dog. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to get you back. I'm going to try to get you back. You know what? No, 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 no. We're strained from the fucking competition. <laughs> My boys, the Southtown Slingers. <laughs> <laughs> we That's can, our team. We can edit that. Do you want to go show with us the clubbers? I'm gonna, all right. We're at 114. All right, we can edit that out later on. Because Yeah, man. I think we that. should set something up. I've been flirting with Garcia for a minute. Oh, I've been flirting it. with Chris for a minute. Like, hey, get your fucking crew, get down here. Let's and then some, some other dude like, jumped in and is like, well, we got to play somewhere in the middle because it's unfair to go down to your place. Fuck and play. that. Exactly. I don't know who that fucking guy was. I don't know who that fucking guy was. I don't either. But we're going to play an East Lake. We're going to What do you call it? Enagic? Enagic? 
That's what it's called. It's the new ownership, bro. It's fucking Eastlake, East dog. Right. It's Eastlake Golf Course. I'm going there after what we're done here. I'm going to go fucking to the driving range. I'm going to get my that clubs. Range is my nice. clubs are in the car. I just got my driver re-fucking grip. All it's right. ready. I'm going to go. I'm going to get a couple fucking, fucking uh, swings say, in. Say when. Say when. Um, so what's we, I'm on vacation all week all from right. the family, I guess you could call it. So we've got, we're playing, uh, what's it called? Native Native Oaks or some shit on All of Friday. a sudden, like, white guys going to native fucking places and just fucking. <laughs> Let's go, doing shit. Let's roll like Tuesday. Let's try to get tea times for next Tuesday. What about this week? I, this week I'm fucked. Yeah. I, I'm playing Friday. You're playing Friday. What are you playing Friday? That native. Okay. What are you playing Thursday? I uh, can't play Thursday. It's opening day. Oh, fuck. No, I'm, Please, I'm sorry. I'm, like, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to the game. A platinum ticket holder, and you almost forgot that. I don't yeah. even want to go to the game, bro. Somebody offered me. Luck. Somebody offered me uh seven hundred and fifty dollars for my tickets. Do it. Nah. Do it. It's tradition, yeah, I mean, bro. I've had it for a long time. You up to the 300s and shit. I, I'm yeah. in the fucking 300s so for the game, I'm dog. I was like, too. I'm looking down. I was like, what the fuck? Bro, sell Bud Lights? Lights? Listen, nothing listen. but Bud Lights don't, up here. Don't, don't listen to this guy. He's in the 300s until they pull him into the fucking owner's box. I've seen it happen. I've been at games with him. They're going to pull something in his own. Our, box. We, yeah. our owners, are, he's not there anymore. Oh, Papa Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's all dry for us now. Oh, I just, why the fuck do you think I bought season tickets? <laughs> I, you know, I, it's in that same vein. When did you get hit up more for free shit? Oh, you're working dude. in music or now that you're well, working in so, sports? That's true, man. Bro, that's fucking a valid you question. Have, you have no idea how many times I got hit up for shit when I was at 94.9. Oh, I can't it's, imagine. Now, oh, no oh. one's ever asked me for dick until oh. this motherfucking week. Oh, it's just fucking that weird. last Friday. <laughs> Man, a uh, long opening time. Day. Can you hook opening me up with day. like opening day? You have to fucking murder somebody <laughs> to get into fucking opening day. No, I can't. Do you have your fucking vaccine, bro? I'm like, how about Johnson and Johnson? I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding? Like, number one, you asked me for Padre tickets. Right. It's going to be the hottest ticket in town, period. Number two. Forever. You asked me for opening day <laughs> yes. tickets when they're fucking cutting it down to like 10, yeah. 15, 20%. No, I can't get you opening. I can get you Coachella wristbands quicker than I get you fucking opening day. So uh, that's no, funny. I was to, so, anyways, we want to go to Coachella. <laughs> no, I don't. Unless Rage Against the Machine is playing again. Ask Danielle from oh, 91 Action. Danielle yeah, loves that's us. my girl. That's Danielle my does love us. Man. So no, it's, it's far and away. It was far and away music because you yeah. know the, I actually I had a lot more pull when I was in the music sure. in the music game. What was your affiliation with the music? What station was there? Like a radio station or something? Yeah, ninety four nine. Oh, okay, so that's did, where it was. I okay, did mornings there for well, one hundred five three two for a little bit. No, no, no. never. Well, part time. Okay, part time. So when when the the uh, when my. <laughs> So I was on the my giggle. show. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's about to get good. Because he wanted to get into it. He wa- oh, man. <laughs> we got, we the, got hey, bro. Oh, shit, I got to jump. My family's out of town. Let's let, go. Let the hate flow through you. I came here to drink whiskey and talk shit. Whiskey. Looks like we're all out of whiskey, dog. I, I call it whiskey. <laughs> That's like the pizza. Whiskey. <laughs> get a pizza, whiskey. Uh, so, yeah, I was at uh, 94.9, and then I wasn't. And then I was at, I did... Fill in over at Rock yeah. 5 KGB. I've been on fucking 40 stations. I never, I never. Radio ho, that. bro. Radio oh, ho. yeah. Steve. And I mean, that's how, that's how we got to meet when you came over and Barry Logan to use the studio. Yeah. That's like, yeah. yeah. Stayed on the grind, man. I, I grounded out. You've I, told me this story I before. Grounded out hard. I have. Was this the good story or the bad story? Well, this is the was he the good story. party? Was he the good party or the bad party? He was a great party to me because look where we are now. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so yeah. Chris Cantori was the bad party when you told me. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dog. Yeah, I mean, Why are you talking shit? Because hit him up. Let's do him again. Here I'll bring him back. And he's, in all fairness, I don't know what drama's about to unveil itself right now. <laughs> Nothing. I don't know no, what's about no. to unfurl. But yeah, yeah, 
I've met nothing but great people in this radio industry right now. And so far, they've had nothing but great things to say about each other. Mm-hmm. Now let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you try things and uh, things don't work out. And mm. that's exactly what happened. And, you know, in hindsight, you know, I, uh, I, I fucked up by quitting my job at the time. We, were, we did a show together. And we did a show on 94. Now we had a two-year deal. They fired him after a year. And like a douchebag, I quit. And he all, he always kind of resented me for that. And he told me. That's I, some like, brotherhood shit right there, yeah, bro. Yeah, he, he, I did. I, I literally it was like, bro, I we have another year. And so the Padres were coming on 94.9. And it would have been a perfect fit. And in my mind, they thought, well, we can fire Chris. And Woods will never leave because the Padres. Because the Padres coming. are coming. We can slide him into there. Let me, that, you want to talk about some advice to give. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, play attention to some Steve Woods bro, advice. I will never forget the day that I, I, when he got canned and then I went into my boss's office and I said, what's going on? Like, what the fuck happened? What did he do? Did he steal out of the fucking register? Like, what did he do? They got registers at radio stations? You know what I mean? I'm I'm being facetious, but I'm like, if you tell me that he was stealing CDs, I get it. If you tell me he was going through somebody's purse and stealing my, okay, I understand you have to let him go. Did he sexually harass somebody? Okay, fine. None of that. And I said, well, what the fuck is it? And they said, um, we just want to go in a different direction. And I go, do you realize the absolute fucking horror show you just put me in? He's mad at me because I didn't get fired. You're, you fired him. At, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, well, just come in tomorrow. We're playing music again. I'm like, <gasps> so I go home. I go home and I'm in fucking hell. I'm just in hell. It was a terrible day for him, obviously. But it was a terrible day for me as well because I didn't know what to do. And uh, so, he, but I remember my boss said, take a few hours and think about it. I said, all right. So I call him back and go, Scott, you got to fire me. You got to fire me. I said, it, it sucks if you make me quit because then I lose unemployment. And that sucks because I didn't do anything wrong. I said, so fucking fire me. And he goes, all right, you're fired. <laughs> and I said, okay, thank you. And uh, so now I can get on unemployment and everything. So I'll never forget going back to the radio station. And my, uh, our engineer, JR, has been in the business 100 years. He's the best. Walks down with my box of shit. And he puts it in the car and he goes, oh, Woodsy, I, I hate that it's come to this. I go, yeah, me too. I'm like, and I remember pulling away going, fucking clowns. My phone's going to be ringing off the fucking hook. You know who the fuck I am? I'm going to have a job in fucking two days. From Encinitas, bro. I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, fuck that payout money because I'm not going to see it all. Because you couldn't, like, you couldn't get... You know, I had they gave me like four months severance or whatever. Right. But if you got a job, the severance goes away. I'm like, bro, I won't see two fucking weeks. I'm gonna have a job by this afternoon. I didn't hear from a fucking soul. Not a soul. Everybody, hey, condolences, man, this sucks. What's going on? Not, oh my god, I can't wait to hire you. And it was the most sobering, fucking horrifying position. So I did something I'd never done, and I called uh, an agent, and I got an agent, and I called him, and I said. What do you charge? And he told me, and I go, fuck, that's a lot of money, and I'm not making any right now. I said, but it's worth it because I never want to feel this way again. Yeah. And I felt like no one cared. It's a good no feeling to have sometimes. No one wanted me. Holy fuck. And, but what it did, so I get the jo- I get a job over doing part-time at iHeart. Yep. And dude, they, I mean, I was working sometimes 14-hour day. I'd go, I'd do mornings on the sports channel and then go do afternoons at, the, at KGB and then do track nights for three fucking locations over at Rock 105. And I was making, you know, very little money. 
But I was doing what I love to do, right. but I was grinding my way back. Out of you. I grinded my way out back. Out of you. And so- That brought a different animal out of you, man. Oh my God. Because, you know, that's- Bro, I, had, I was having a baby. Mm. I was having a baby. And my mother-in-law and I got into it at one point because I was like, she's like, you, you have a baby coming. I go, fucking trust me. It's going to work. Please. I don't make, you know- just believe, I believed in myself so much and I knew yeah. given the right opportunity with the right show, it would, sky would be the limit and it was, but man, that was a hard time. That was a hard, no insurance, yeah. baby coming. And you know, it, call it selfish, call it whatever you want. I just, I wasn't done yet. I wasn't yeah. done. I knew me walking out of that. And I'll tell you the worst, even worse than that moment was, so I was at iHeart and I did, I think I did like, I think I did like 14 months part-time, like Anything they needed. Yeah. And I was doing it in the hopes that they would say, man, fucking A, we got to have, yeah, yeah, have this guy. Down. So I had this agent, right? And I'm so excited. And they go, hey, big day. You got an offer coming. I'll never forget this day as long as I live. So I'm sitting in the kitchen. I'm fucking Brad calls me. And I'm like, it's game time, baby. I got it's my notepad, time. dude. Uh, and Hannah's, uh, I think Hannah's got to be like, She's got to be like nine months, nine and a half months pregnant. It's time. And this is it. I'm going to fucking get this gig. And the baby's coming. I have insurance, the whole thing. And I'm sitting in my kitchen and I, Brad calls me. He's like, all right. So I got the offer and he reads it to me, dude. And I fucking burst into tears because it's the most piss poor, insulting all over the place. You're going to do an hour here a week and you're going to voice track for this station. And you're going to do, and it's like, it was like nothing. It was like no money. And I fucking, I stood up and I took the pad and I fucking threw it across the room and I'm fucking in tears because I just gave you 14 months and I've killed myself for you and I did everything you asked. And then so, and you insult me with this offer. I'm fucking weeping, dude. I really am. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm just, my soul is gone. And my nine month pregnant wife was like, fuck them. Don't quit. Don't fucking quit. You're too good. Don't fucking, it makes me emotional to think about. Yeah. She wouldn't let me. She would not let me. And she's like, fuck them. That's bullshit. My wife still hates those motherfuckers. Like, uh, if they hired me tomorrow, my wife's like, fuck that. Fuck those They guys. tried to kill us, you know? And, and so she's like, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. About two weeks later, I meet Ben, yep. you know, and get the, all that shit gets going, you know, and, and, uh, just never quit. Just never quit. If you yep. believe in it, just don't quit. And I didn't quit. And I, I threw that pad across the room, man. And, and I, I remember our first day on at the news station, I said, I want to thank the people across the street for not giving me a chance because without, with you, if you gave me a chance, I'd never meet Ben. I'd never meet Paul. We're not going to kick some fucking ass in this town for the next decade at least. And, um, you know, the, the prayers that I had went completely unanswered. But that's a good thing. That was a good thing. See, that's yeah. what I believe in, bro. Me too. I, I believe in opportunity. I yeah. believe in grinding your fucking ass off yeah. and creating that opportunity where chance, luck, and you grinding all meet at once. Yeah. And it's like, this is the door opening. Whether no one, it's like meeting somebody or, uh, or, or you know, somebody telling you of something that's happening over here. It's like, I believe in that. I'm not a religious guy at all. And yeah, it's very really anti-fucking Mexican. And then I grew up fucking yeah. Catholic, fucking baptized, baptized, primera comunión, fucking confirmation. Yeah. You know, I thumbed my nose at religion. I got married by a rabbi, bro. And fucking <laughs> her wifey's family fucking hated me. Whatever, dog. You know, I believe in creating your own opportunity. You held to your guns. Yeah. And you, more importantly, dog, let's be real. 
Without a strong woman in our corner, none of this is fucking no, possible. No chance. None of none of what you have accomplished. None of yes. the nothing that we've done. Turn my microphone done. off. This is all for you guys. <laughs> this is for, <laughs> this is for the happily married people in the room. Uh, hey, hey, yo, are you still here? Hey, bro, go, why don't you go get us a beer right now, real quick? <laughs> you know what? If we don't have Dude. strong women getting our back. Like I've done some dumbass shit. Same. I've I've done some like ridiculous like off the wall ideas. Right? Hey, this will work. Yeah. And wifey's always been there. So I tell her, like, you know what? You've had my back. Like I'm grinding until I fucking can't grind anymore. Yeah. And I'm gonna give you everything. She could have easily that day said, "Okay, babe, you've done it. I mean, you've that. Okay. Do we do we now understand that this is not Your gonna dream, happen? Yeah. Do we can does it now? And, can we move on to the what? next chapter? You know now. what? That day would have been the perfect day for me to say, you know what? You're right, and start putting out resumes, going back into sales, recruiting. You're not that guy. And, and I remember you were at that point. I was you, you were close. At that but you're point. not that guy, bro. Yeah. You're not that guy. No. So, you know, going back to that long ago original question, man. Yeah, I would fucking. Well, fuck, you've I, tied your shoe like twelve I, times. You're coming up. He's been sitting down for like two hours and he's tied his shoe legit like four fucking times today. The the original question, you know, that you asked a long time ago was, do I recommend this business? Yes. hundred percent. Mm. Fuck yeah. Because. Takes a certain kind of personality. It does. Do and what the fuck you love. Do what yeah. you love. And I did. That's the funny thing. I like podcasting. Uh, I don't, I never wanted to try to like make a living at it because it was always just such a fun thing for me to do. I, know, I, I, miss, I miss my idiot's homie, man. I know. We had a good podcast, me and the wife. We may bring it back. We may, yeah, may now maybe the dope, time. Man. Yeah. Uh -huh. You and the wife had a podcast? Yeah. Hell yeah. It was fucking great. My it idiot really soulmate. Was, it's called My Idiot Soulmate. It was great. <laughs> it was really good. But he, he, you know, the I have all I just still get such a fucking hard on for being on the radio. I do. And it's like a band. Everyone pisses on radio until you're until you're in a band and they play it on the radio. You don't say, I've never heard a band go. Oh my God, my fucking buddy's podcast just played our song. I'm losing my mind. No, they say. <laughs> We've fucking, heard that. They say, yeah, <laughs> they say Tim Piles just played my song. 91X. On the fucking you, 91X. Like, you have no idea how you brought it back full circle because three shows ago he was talking about in there and when they were in high school and Creepy Scandal. Oh shit. Tim yeah. Piles yeah. played your Tim song. Tim Piles, bro, big. And they sat outside of the was fucking there any better taco shop. No. And so when I'm, I still get to go in, I crack that mic at 5 a.m., it's still. I still it just, you, I get so fucked. See how long no, that thing went up? No blue pill and use this pinky dog. <laughs> <laughs> this little could have used any finger he wanted. <laughs> he went straight to like he's like he's, <laughs> he's he's trying to be uh, humble. I'm trying to be humble. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's it's whatever it is you like to do, do yeah. it all the way. Do oh, it damn. all the way and and you know don't. When I die, I won't look back and go, damn, dog, what the I, fuck? I, I swear to God, I won't, I won't look back and be like, man, I really missed a lot of opportunity. No, it will be no. quite the opposite. Like, yeah. I've already lived the lives of like, I still, my friends back home are like, 11 years are like, I still can't fucking believe you're on the fucking radio. This fucking blows my mind. Like, yeah. they get to come visit and, and be out here and they're like, this is weird. It's weird. I'm like, bro, trust me, 11 years in. It's still fucking weird. Good for you, man. It's fucking to weird. To be on the radio with the guy from Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Which one is he? Eddie Haskell? Ben? Oh, ben, he's ben, ben. oh, I thought you meant him. No, <laughs> he's no Ben. ben every, time, every time they get Ben, I'm like, which episode were you on? I know. Yeah. Hi, Miss Cleaver. You're looking mighty nice today. Yeah, it's... Pleasure to fucking finally it's meet you, bro. My pleasure, man. It's Thank been awesome to meet me. you. I'm happy to hear your story, you know, and it's... We don't have a lot of white dudes in here. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking lie to you. I, I, dude, you've hey. checked a lot of boxes today, Woods. 
I'm serious though. Let's let's get out there, man. Tuesday. The, the best a- the best brotherhood is made. You know where it is. So I'm the golf East Lake. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like, he pulled his lighter out. I'm like, like uh, oh, here we go. No, seriously, try we're to, gonna make, do Tuesday? I'm gonna make two tea times for not this not tomorrow a week from tomorrow. For next Wednesday. Tuesday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. What's today? It's Monday. Monday. Fuck, dog. I don't know what day. Yeah, My family's out of town. I don't know what the fuck Live, is going on. Who's going to cook for me? This guy, <laughs> this guy works for UPS, owns this place, owns the Elwood, and now his family's gone. Do you think he knows what day it is? Bro, this is, no the, most, this is the most fun I'm going to have all week, though. That, I, this whole week, I'm doing like 10 podcasts, dog. Yeah. And I'm just bringing people in who are awesome and shit. And I'm like, cool. Like, this is what I want to do. Right. But the only other thing I want to do is whoop some white ass on the golf course, bro. Ain't <laughs> no one going to make me feel bad. I can't wait. Nice. I'm gonna, we're going to lose. I'm going to have a meltdown on the fucking on hole three, bro. Bro, you didn't even give yourself the back nine? No, nah, bro. I'm going to smoke. Have it anyway. yeah, as does, soon as- does Tuesday work for everybody? Yeah. Like, I'm going to try to make two tea times back to back. Yo, we Mexican. We make it work, dog. Right, we we'll Mexicans, dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You don't fucking miss me with that. Does this shit work? Yeah, so. you, you play with, with be you there. Play with the Garcia ant. Especially, actually, <laughs> if you're doing it here in East Lake and Chula Vista, we in, dog. Right, and, yeah, yeah. book it whatever time, and we're in, dog. Done, 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 and done. Thank you, boys. Caesar, Sinaloa, St. Paul. Gracias for popping in. Damn. Woodsy, you're a champion. Appreciate. Thank you. you very much, dog. Don't play that clip. Don't fucking do it. No. Son of a do, do you want me to just do a, a live version? Let's see. Thank you, guys. This episode was brought to you by Grasshopper. Grasshopper, when you need weed, marijuana, cannabis, all of the things, go to grasshopper. What happens before 9.30 a.m.? Wake and bake 15% off. What happens after 9.30 in the morning? Emo Brown, 15% off. Damn, Either dog, way you're winning. You are the motherfucking uh, Sammy Davis Jr. to me, the Dean Martin. I win. Damn. I, that's a, for a Mexican that was right, dude. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. That is a wrap for this episode of the Podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at emobrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Hop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. Follow the pelo. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. Blast in